Welcome to the podcast that transcends awareness into practice. In this season, entitled Harmony in Relationships, we will explore together the steps in the dance of relationship. Each episode builds on the one that preceded it. I present your question. Your question, I respond. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. Reaching harmony is understanding this well spread um, notion that opposites attract, which is correct, uh, but they can also, that's what usually also ends the relationship if not understood and handled um, this ways that two people uh, two people's personalities are opposite from each other so a third ingredient the first was trust love the third ingredient being opposites attract it's really about understanding the consequence that our personalities have in relationships. Being curious, um, interested in um, your own behavior, your own ability to observe yourself, enhances the possibility of harmony. Well, whether you are or not, today I'm going to explain a little bit what I mean by the consequence of the personalities in relationships. So, um, you see, first I want to um, start by saying that every aspect in someone's personality has two sides, a gift and a limitation. And that is what gets us in trouble in relationships. So we get attracted to someone who usually, yeah, we do have some common interests and, and uh, habits, and, but then we are interested. What attracts us is the point where the other person is exactly opposite from us, not even different, opposite. So, for example, if I'm a person with high energy and dynamic, I might get attracted to someone that is more quiet and laid back because that part of my personality I cannot access as easily. So by being with a person like that, I am vicariously <laughs> slowing down in some ways. And they, the same with me. If they're more laid back and, and 
<clears throat> quiet and easygoing with being with someone that is high energy, they vicariously can experience that. So our personalities form, uh, of course, early in life, whatever aspect it gets rewarded and uh, admired and pointed out uh, gets um, strengthened. And the opposite of that gets buried. So if I got rewarded from my clear thinking and my logical and rational mind, I feel proud and I feel strong and clear in my thinking. So then I develop that aspect of me and I become more of, uh, my personality becomes more of a rational person. On the contrary, if emotions are punished and I start crying as a child and I get put down, ridiculed, then the emotions get buried. It's not a good idea to express that. So whatever was rewarded, whatever brought you love, whatever brought attention as a child, whatever navigated your life, protected you, saved you, those aspects of the personality, those patterns, those habits get stronger and stronger and stronger and we develop them and we think this is our personality. The opposite of that gets buried. When we meet someone, usually they do come carrying that opposite that we buried and we find attractive. By the way, that also can be a reason why we judge people. Whatever we buried, so if I buried my emotionality, if I, if I meet an emotional person, I either can fall in love with them or I can judge them and I can't stand them. So I don't know what, de de um, what determines that. But I'm talking about when you meet the, the part of your personality that you buried in another person and you fall in love with them. So we will focus more on that today. So that's how opposites attract. And that's the reason why opposites attract. Because whatever didn't serve me as a child, I didn't develop, it went under. But it still has a lot of gifts. So, for example, going back to the example of laid back or energetic, if I became energetic, laid back is not easily accessible to me. So if I meet someone that knows very well, and that's how they carry themselves in being laid back, when I'm with them, I can be a little bit laid back too. I can access that part of me. I can live vicariously in that in that pattern. That's why opposites attract. However, when I get couples in my office, 
and they come with um, all sort of presenting uh, concerns. Um, one of my initial questions is, let's go at the beginning, at the moment you met each other. So when you first met each other, aside from the physical attraction, what was the first thing in the other person's personality that attracted you? The very first thing that made some impression that you liked. And I get things like, oh, the, you know, he paid so much attention to me. He wanted to know everything about me. He was co uh, concerned and interested. Or I get, oh my God, it was great. She, she pleased me every time. Um, does not, she didn't say no to me. It was fantastic. Or I get... Oh, we had so much fun together. We laughed at everything. Everything was so light. Or I get, oh, the, uh, he loved to work in the house and uh, detail and he was a handyman and it was just so attractive to me that uh, he, he was good with his hands. And that I get with couples maybe a year ago when they met, 20 years ago when they met. What is the problem now? It has direct correlation with the, with the reason that they first got attracted. So, the person that was attracted to her partner because he paid so much attention to her, what's the problem now? What's the other side? So the gift of being attention, attentive, being attentive to someone, I mean, it's obvious what the gifts are. The other person feels come, important, it feels uh, cared for. What is the limitation in paying so much attention to someone? Well, yeah, he used to pay so much attention. After five years, after 10 years, after 20 years, what's the problem? Oh my God, I can't breathe. He invades my space all the time. He wants to know ex all the time what I'm doing, where I'm going. You see, it turned. Because like I said before, every aspect has two sides. So when you meet someone and you are very clear which parts of their personality you like, you also need to turn it on the other side and see what that aspect, what are the limitations of that aspect, because the person comes with both. So if you, are, if you accept and you like the one side, be ready to handle and either accept, handle, or refine, adjust to the other side. So if someone is, for example, um, having fun all the time and light, the downside might be, are they taking anything seriously? The part that uh, the person that pleases me and, and uh, always says yes to me, that person also <laughs> pleases everybody else. <laughs>
doesn't say no to anybody else. So the person that loves to work in the house and is handy, well, do they know how to connect with you as they connect with the house or the housework? So opposites attract in the beginning because they activate in us parts of us that we had to leave behind because at one time in our lives they didn't serve us. It was not safe. So we tucked them away. And now we meet someone that carries that and it activates in us and it feels good. We feel whole. But then, if you don't realize that always that has another side, you are in trouble. You see, because our personalities are formed in that way and certain aspects become dominant, primary, they, they run our lives, we become predictable. Relationship becomes predictable. There's nothing wrong with all this. Nothing is wrong with any of this that I'm saying. It's natural, it's non-pathological, but not knowing about it can cause problems. Because in the beginning, when it was great that the person was so interested in you, um, now it, you feel invaded, it means that boundaries are needed here. Boundaries to say, to say, okay, that's enough. Now I'm going to do my thing, and I don't. I, I, we don't need to be to know uh, every step, every breath we take with each other, and that's okay. So, since we develop these parts that are uh, primary and dominant, we can predict our partner's personality, uh, their behavior, their responses. And because of that, I mean, if you think about it, um, you can easily manipulate each other (laughs) because you can predict what they like and what they don't like. Also, the, the, the conflicts can become predictable. Because when couples come to me with fights and fighting and, and confl- a lot of conflict, it's about um, the conflicts are predictable because the same parts of the personality of each other get into trouble. So what does that mean? It means to go in a relationship where you know what attracted you that is opposite in the person, but know that that opposite has another side. It's quite important to do that. To go in a relationship, in the previous episode, we talked about love that is spontaneous, that it happens. But that doesn't mean that you don't stop and think as well, that there are certain things that are built in, it's nobody's fault, where 
that we are opposite from each other, and if, it, if it's not understood why it's opposite, it can turn into pure judgment and resentment and conflict, and there goes love out the window. So opposite attract, and, and so they don't kill later on, you need to understand how to handle them. You need to understand what that means and how every single person you get together with, you will, sooner or later, you will find something that you're opposites in, completely opposites. So either you see you uh, you um, extract the positives in that opposite, or it turns into a judgment. It turns into all those things that you want to change about your partner is where they are opposite from you, and you haven't handled that opposite. The fact that is something that you don't like because it didn't serve you but it serves the other person. So, for example, very another um, frequent um, uh, polarity, let's say opposites in, um, in, in a couple, is introverts getting together with extroverts. So introverts need to recharge by being alone. Extroverts recharge their energies by talking to people. So... You see, when you meet someone, the other thing that to keep in mind is what you see is what you get. Do not go in thinking that you're going to change the other person. So you meet someone, they carry something opposite that this time you don't like so much. And a lot of people think, ah, when we live together, when we get married, uh, well, uh, it, it, you know, they will change. Or you think that about yourself, that you will change. Change is not that easy. Even if you want to change, change is very, very difficult. Because you're talking about changing major, as it, it's not that it doesn't happen. It requires a lot of work for a long time. So, when... Um, so there's no such thing that the person will, what you see is what you get, basically. <laughs> so the goal is to adjust the way that the two personalities interact. It's not to change someone's personality. And you do that by recognizing first which part you adore in the other person and which part you can stand in the other person. That gives you a sign of what you have buried and where future conflict lurks. Usually the fights happen in places where we are opposite from each other and we haven't reached a, a decision, a conclusion, an agreement about accepting 
the parts that are opposite. You know, those are the parts that we used to be attracted in the beginning. But now, later on, they can turn into the reasons that the relationship starts to end. And harmony has no chance. Unless you learn how the other person is opposite from you and how the way that they are opposite also has real good gifts, harmony cannot be reached or maintained because you you go on thinking you have to change their person to be more like you. It's not going to happen. I guarantee you that. And if you meet another person sooner or later, guess what? You will find the point where the two of you are exact opposites. Exact opposites. So being opposite, if you see it from the positive side, can enrich, broaden who you are and the relationship. Sometimes you can do it your way, sometimes you can do it their way, even if it's opposite from you. You see, it's when you get stuck in judging the opposite that it becomes a serious problem. But personality, the way that our personality is built is, (laughs) you see, judging the other person where they are opposite from you is built in the personality. Nobody can escape that. So basically what I'm saying here is that pay attention, opposites attract, and that's wonderful, but know it's another side that is not so pleasant in opposites. (laughs) It's natural, it happens always in relationships, You cannot change it, and it's a matter of, you see, if you understand the anatomy of the personality that is built in that way, then the judgment will not be as severe, and where opposites attract, they will continue to to grow and to... Um, become places where the two of you can connect instead of start to fight. So when we're talking about the consequence of opposites attracting, this is the the consequence. It can bring broadening and enrichment in a relationship, but it can also bring incredible judgment. Well, think right now. What you don't you can't stand about your partner? Think about it. And think what is the opposite word of what you just thought? The opposite word is what you carry. <laughs> and you like it, and you expect them to be just like you. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I guarantee you, you cannot change your partner. So it's a matter of where are your opposites? Where, where is it in the hierarchy? If it's something very basic to you that um, you cannot, you know, if you know that it cannot change, 
and also you know you cannot live with that, then you need to know that in the beginning, you see, even if you're in love with them, well, when you're in love, there's no way you can accept that, you can see that as you're coming, as we said in the previous episode, when you burst the bubble and you become more logical and you see the whole picture of the other person, it can always be adjusted. And that comes with talking, communicating. It doesn't come with silence. That's why our next episode is about communication. And here is where I leave you in this episode. Waiting for your feedback, questions, and suggestions on the theme of Opposites Attract. You can email them at awarenesssuckspodcast at gmail.com or you're invited to be a guest on my podcast with your questions. Until next time, yahara.